0: Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is America's number one daily podcast network. And of course the motto around these parts is your team every day. And that's what we're doing today. Talking BYU football, basketball and everything else going on in BYU sports news that you guys need to know about. Today's show will talk about the announcement yesterday that Harvey Unga is the new running backs coach at BYU. An unsurprising hire, but a good hire nonetheless. We'll talk about that, give you some of the comments that he made during his teleconference with the media yesterday as well, and we'll also catch you up on everything else going on with the Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Spavia. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. They're located right here in Sandy in the Wasatch Front, and love having them as part of the show. With that rundown out of the way, let's get it started. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for March 20th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast. It's all focused on BYU sports. Locked On Cougars is available everywhere. Podcasts can be found Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Google Play, essentially anywhere and everywhere a podcast can be listened to and or downloaded. You can find us. So make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the show. And thanks in advance for joining us. And if you're new to the show, welcome on. If you're just finding the podcast, we're with you guys each and every day talking BYU sports. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news and insider information that you cannot find anywhere else. So thanks in advance for joining the community with us here on LOC. All right, let's get things going. Today, yesterday, the announcement coming out about 10 a.m. Mountain Time that BYU has announced the hire of Harvey Unga as the new running backs coach at BYU. Uh, Unga, a Provo native, a former standout for BYU, was at one time the leading rusher in school history unsurprising hire if you've been listening to this podcast I've been indicating as such for better than three weeks at this point and when it comes to BYU and their hiring process they always are very slow play they're, they're very quick to slow play things I you know that's a really weird expression but they like to slow things down It has to be a very thorough process you have to go through multiple interviews with ecclesiastical leaders and school officials and all kinds of stuff like that and I, th- I think they came to the right decision in elevating Harvey Unga from a graduate assistant to the full-time running backs coach position. And I think that he's going to do a good job. He'll hit the ground running, I feel like. I think he's got the personality. He's got the, I guess, that internal fire to really w- succeed at his job because being a position coach at a call in, in the college football program as high level as BYU's is, as your first-time full-time position coach job, it, it can be daunting, but I think Harvey Unger has been well-trained. He has spent four years as a graduate assistant on BYU staff. He has worked with the offensive line, the running backs. Uh, I'm trying to think it was one of the uh, wide receivers at one point as well during his uh, GA days. But he has been well-trained by multiple coaches in multiple scenarios. So that I feel like when he finally, well, I, fig- I felt, excuse me, that once he finally ascended to the running backs position or became a position coach in general, I figured he was going to hit the ground running and he'd get things going and look and do a great job so I first off a big congratulations to Harvey Unga, making good on his bet on himself obviously his wife Kehlani Unga is currently a full-time assistant coach with the UVU women's basketball program in Orem so going to be interesting dynamic with the Unga family with two full-time two full-time coaches at two different division one universities and two different programs they also have four kids so they're going to have to really balance the things, but... I think it's a great hire for BYU and Kalani Satake to have Unga on staff. Like I said, he's the former all-time leading rusher in school history. Uh, he's the only running back in BYU history to tally three straight 1,000-yard seasons. Would have probably made it four in a row had his senior year not been cut short due to an honor code infraction that I felt like was a little heavy-handed in terms of taking away his senior year. But alas, he moved on to the NFL supplemental draft, spent time with the Chicago Bears among other teams in the NFL, and now has been working with BYU, like I said, for four years as a graduate assistant. I think this promotion for him is very much a deserved promotion. Uh, Kalani Satake in his uh, comments about this in the release from BYU yesterday, said, quote, I am excited to announce Harvey Unga as our running backs coach. Harvey is a great young coach who is an elite player for BYU and is an extremely humble person. He knows the game, relates well to others, and has has done an outstanding job the past four years on our staff. We are excited to have him step into this role and know that he will excel in helping the young men in our program learn, grow, and develop. And I echo what Kalani Satake is saying. The biggest thing I think it's going to help. Uh Unga, when in terms of recruiting I guess in particular or just relating with his players is the fact that he's walked the walk at BYU. Similar to Coach Satake he went to BYU he had his struggles while he was at BYU I mentioned an honor code infraction that took away his entire senior season in a Cougar uniform. He probably would have set a record in terms of rushing yards that wouldn't have ever been broken had he played his senior year but he has been through the ups and downs as a BYU student athlete so anytime a young man in his position group or just in the BYU football program says i just don't get it coach i don't fit in here what regardless of whatever they say harvey Unga can sit him down and say son i've been where you've been i have been a student athlete at byu i have walked that walk so i can talk the talk now and fill you in uh he finished his career with three thousand four hundred fifty-five rushing yards his rushing record stood until 2016 when jamal williams surpassed him and Unga's first year as a graduate assistant on the coaching staff so i think that uh harvey unga I'm not to sound like a broken record. I think this is a fantastic hire. He is going to uh, be able to relate with these young men. I think he'll hit the ground recruiting well. I think his most important position recruiting ground currently as a new position coach, if I'm Kalani Satake, which I'm not, but this is just kind of my unsolicited advice, I'd have Harvey Unga focus on in-state prospects. Uh, there's been a lot of gaffes in recent days and recent seasons with in-state prospects and BYU being slow to offer certain kids or maybe uh, offering a kid and then thinking, you know what, we got this in the bag and then ignoring them. And it's caused issues in terms of BYU trying to retain some of the top talent in-state. And I think that a guy like Kalani Kalani Satake sees Harvey Unga as a guy who's got all these connections in state and can really kind of, I guess, bolster BYU's recruiting efforts in Utah as a whole. And I look forward to seeing what he can do in that regard. So a big congratulations to Harvey Unga on the on the offer, I guess, the promotion at BYU. I think it was a smart call on Kalani Satake and the BYU administration's part to just elevate uh, Harvey to that position. And come up here in just a second, we'll get to some of the comments that he made on a teleconference with with the media, explaining why he wanted to get into coaching, what he feels like qualifies him for this job, and even talk a little bit about what he's going to do in recruiting. So we'll get to all of that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that Spavia is a proud partner of Locked On Cougars. They're located at 10261 South State Street in Sandy. Any spa needs you have, massages, facials, the whole gamut, the whole run of different uh, spa features, Spavia has them for you. So you can give them a call. 801-424-756 Six, six. Let them know you're a Locked On Cougars listener. They'll make sure to tailor the tailor the perfect package for you or your significant other. They even have couples massages. So if you and the significant other want to just go out and get a massage together, Spavia has got that as well. They will make sure you guys are taken care of and that you guys have a premier experience with your spa experience at Spavia. Once again, located at 10261 South State Street in Sandy or give them a call. 801- 424-7566. Ask them about their, uh, their gift card offer they've got for our listeners here on locked on cougars you buy two gift cards say two fifty dollar gift cards you get a third one for free of equal value so two fifty dollar gift cards you buy you get a third fifty dollar gift card on spavia it's a great deal so once again give them a call 801-424-7566 spavia 10261 south state street in sandy a proud partner of locked on cougars and the locked on podcast network Let's get to the sound from Harvey Unga's teleconference with the media yesterday. The audio quality on this is not perfect, but uh, obviously, currently with the coronavirus pandemic uh, raging all over and around us, uh, we're doing a lot of these press conferences that we'd normally do in person at BYU via teleconference. And I, we used Zoom yesterday. If most of you are probably working from home and probably used a similar feature like Zoom, it allows you to have meetings online from different locations. So the audio quality quality isn't great on Harvey Unga, but his messages are very clear and you'll be able to hear that from him so let's get to it let's start off with this Uh, uh, not Kalani I keep saying Kalani Harvey excuse me was asked what he uh, when he decided he wanted to get into coaching what made him decide to pursue this profession and it's an interesting background so here you go
1: honestly it started I would say my freshman year here Um, so 2006 um, coach Lance Reynolds was he was the running back coach at the time um, and I'm not gonna lie I didn't I didn't expect to I don't know for, for my football career to take off the way it did I I mean I had goals to try to make it to the NFL but the reality of it was I mean there's I don't know a, a 1% that make it and so um, just facing reality and stuff that that freshman year, I I, I had told Coach Reynolds that you know I, I'd love to to get into coaching once um, my playing career and everything was all said and done. So from from that moment on, I think as the years went by and, and getting to know Coach Reynolds and just really reflecting on a bunch of you know my former coaches, it um it was it was kind of then I was like all right this is this is what I want to do, this is what I love and from from then on, it just yeah, it was what I felt. You know, passionate about something that I really
0: wanted to do. Harvey Unga wanted to get into coaching back in 2006. Lance Reynolds, obviously a longtime coach of BYU, coached running backs, offensive line, multiple positions during his long and a storied career as a coach of BYU. Started in 2006 with Lance Reynolds. And in the interest of full disclosure, I actually did play against Harvey Unga in high school. We are the same age. And we played him in the playoffs with that Timview team in 2004. Yes, 2004 that featured Matt. Reynolds, uh, Stephen Covey, Luke Ashworth, and Harvey Unga for. What three or four star prospects that went to BYU and uh, my team was a little bit of an over overachiever and we got quickly humbled by by Tim Fue as They dispatched us out of the playoffs in the second round, but it was impressive to say the least to face off against Harvey Unga as a player. He became even a better player in a BYU uniform, as evidenced with th- a career record of three thousand four hundred fifty five yards rushing. Uh, he had all freshman all American honors in two thousand seven. Ran for uh, just over twelve hundred yards as the Mount Mountain West Mountain West Conference freshman record and we're out to winning the MWC freshman of the year honors. He also added 655 receiving yards so his 1840 all-purpose yards shattered the previous MWC record of 1328 set in 2002. So just some absolutely incredible marks that I that harvey set during his days at byu and cool to hear him know that early on in his playing days at byu because in 2006 he was redshirting. he knew he wanted to go to byu he wanted to he wanted to go to byu but he also wanted to coach and it's, it's come all for, full circle now what 14 years later as now he's a full-time position coach at his alma mater it's it's pretty cool to see what he's doing in that regard, uh, he was asked as well during this teleconference, well, Harvey, what qualifies you for this job Here's what he had to say about that
1: I don't like to talk about myself to be honest so um, but as far as this goes, like I mean, I came in and helped out as a student assistant um, for one season and then the last four seasons uh, being a grad assistant with um, two very uh Two very different offensive coaching styles um, has, to me, I think it's helped me a ton. It's helped me learn and it's helped me grow as a coach. Um, but just, you know, the the little things of being a grad assistant, um, I kind of I, – I overlooked it, to be honest. When I first came into this, I, I kind of thought, you know, what am I going to learn from being a grad assistant? And to be honest, I don't I don't think I would be half the coach I am now. be as prepared as I am now um had I not had the opportunity to to be a grad assistant and and go through um just a lot of learning curves and um just I guess figuring out you know the little nuances of of coaching um and then building obviously building the relationship with the players over the years that's been a huge thing for me um you know I feel like these guys trust me they um they, they know how I coach. They understand um, how I teach. They they seem to you know pick it up rather quickly when when uh, when I teach them things. And and um, I think having I guess not being an older coach and having you know all these years of experience. It's you know people can say whatever they want about that. But um, I've had years and years of of playing experience, but. With that, I've also, you know, I've soaked everything in from from my playing days as as a coach, from all the great coaches that you know I've been around, and um, you know, all the uh, the other coaches that. I don't know if if you um, if you if you're looking for something, you're always gonna find you know whatever you're looking for, whether it's good or bad. Um, and for me, like the playing experience has helped me out a ton learning from all the different coaches, different offenses. Um, and then, obviously, coaching the position that I've played and have played at at every level, I think, definitely, you know, helps me out a ton. And, and not to say that, you know, players make the best coaches or anything like that, but it, it does help quite a bit, especially if you're coaching the position you played and that you feel like you you you've mastered so I mean that's definitely a few things that, that helped me and, and kinda of mold me into I guess the right guy for this
0: position. There you go. Harvey Unga and I think he's he he knows his strengths. I think he knows exactly what is going to make him a good coach and every good coach out there I think realizes that they understand their limitations they understand where they succeed where they excel what they can do to help young men kind of understand where they stand and really bring the best out of the players they are coaching and I think that's that's the right mentality uh, that I think Harvey Unga brings to this uh, brings to this promotion honestly I think he has got the relatability factor to young men because he's still in his early 30s and he can still relate to young men they can still see his game film from when he played at BYU he's still a legend around the BYU football program so he's got plenty of the quote-unquote street cred and I think it's going to help him with his players as he moves into this full-time role and uh, we'll get to his recruiting thoughts here in just a second but I can tell you this much a lot of the players on BYU's roster currently especially the running back position group—they really like him. We played an interview with uh, Tyler Algier yesterday, and I asked him during that interview, "Well, are you gonna are you gonna really step up and uh, stand for uh, Harvey Unga to take the job?" And here's what Tyler Algier had to say: "Are you gonna stump for Harvey to get the full-time gig? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, we, we we really appreciate Harvey like his insights on everything mm-hmm. on everything. So hopefully, hopefully he does stay. We we'll really enjoy that, but." What sets him apart in your mind as a coach? I would say just his insight. Okay. Like yeah, his real his real insight. You know, especially since he's played that since he's played running back before and all of that. Just being in the, being in his shoes and then just yeah, his really his mindset, his mindset, his insights on everything is really like changes. There you go, Tyler Algier, and he hey, he said We're, we we want. Harvey to be the running backs coach he's done so much for us and I think that's the right endorsement if you have the players on the team currently who have been working with Harvey for the past two seasons as he's assisted now departed uh, running backs coach AJ Stewart I think that they understood okay what this guy brings to the table what he can do and I think that's a benefit now if Harvey as he moves into this full-time role will now be in, in an off-campus recruiting position where he can go out into the community and recruit and it's a different dynamic there's absolutely no doubt about that because as a graduate assistant you're not tasked with recruiting day in and day out like a position coach is, but Harvey talked about that. I asked him about this on the teleconference yesterday. You'll hear him talk about uh, his connections in state, how he's kind of built that up, and then I asked a follow-up about what are you going to do to kind of build your network nationally, and he'll hear his response on that as well.
1: That's a really, really good question because, I mean, obviously recruiting is the, uh, the life and bloodline of, of college football, but um I think one of the biggest things that that helps uh, someone in my position is BYU is a unique place, obviously, in and of itself. That being said, um, having been here, having seen both, um, how do I word this, both the, um, I don't know, like the, the academic side, the honor code side, the football side, like I've been able to see the full spectrum and actually have, um, have dealt with the full spectrum. Um, It it, it definitely helps me out as far as being transparent with the recruits, um, really telling them exactly, you know, how, how things are and just explaining to them, you know, what, what type of school BYU is and and what we offer and everything like that. Um, And then as far as like in-state recruiting, like, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, I would love to go, you know, toe to toe with any of the other coaches in state as far as recruiting for someone. Like, I'll recruit my butt off for whoever, you know, it is in state. And um, I feel like being from here, understanding, you know, obviously the, the state and, and trying to win the best players over here and stuff. Um, I feel like I, you know, I'll, I'll do just fine. I, I, can Relate to the kids that, that live here, um, and then it's it was funny because I like thinking about it. I'm I'm a I guess a Polynesian kid or a minority that grew up on the east bench of Provo, Utah, with no money, um, and have like. I've made it at BYU. I've, I've played here, made it through here, graduated. You know, accomplished goals that I had set. But I think having come from that kind of background, I feel like I can I can relate to anyone. In in my opinion, I've I've had you know my I don't know bouts with not having money growing up and everything like that. And I've also, like I said, I lived on the east bench of Provo, where I I was around kids with a lot of money and kind of understand that whole dynamic and and can relate to those guys. And then obviously being a minority, um, you know, there's that aspect of it too. But growing up in Provo, Utah, there's not a lot of diversity. So, um, it's, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I think have helped me um, just prepare for the whole recruiting process. And Kalani has been gracious enough to allow me to to recruit here in state um, a little bit. And it, it was, I mean, to me, I don't think it's, there's no like secret formula or anything like that. It's just going out and, and putting in the work, the time and just grinding it out and then building the, the relationships and kind of, yeah, just taking it from there.
0: And a quick follow up to that: Have you already started building a network with, I guess, national coaches, et cetera, or national a national recruiting base where you can go out outside the state of Utah and talk to high school coaches outside the state if need be? Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. There's, um, I've I've been fortunate enough to to meet a bunch of different coaches going to the coaches convention, um, and then there's each year when we have our coaches clinic. Um, one of, one of the things that that Kalani talked to me about early on was building the relationship with those high school coaches that come in for our coaches clinic. So, and, and surprisingly there, there was quite a bit from out of state and having built those relationships during the, even just the, the small amount of time, um, uh, with our coaches clinic, it's been a huge blessing for me. And, and now moving forward with this, you know, I, I still, I keep in contact with those coaches out of state and, um, there, there's been, uh, quite a few guys actually too that, that i've i've played with um both here at byu and after byu that are now high school coaches at some pretty um prominent high school stuff the country and uh, you know just little little things like that and, and relationships that i've been able to build has definitely helped me as far as you know getting ready to hit the road outside of, of utah
0: there you go, Harvey Unga. And I think he's got the right mentality when it comes to recruiting. It's going to be a, a process for him, I think, to build up that national network. But I can guarantee you this, or I can pretty much just mark it down. He is going to be a great in state recruiter for the time being for BYU. Like I said, there's been some missteps in recent seasons with certain position coaches who handle in state recruiting for BYU. Harvey won't let things slip. He understands this is his opportunity to impress his new boss in Kalani Satake. If he wants to stay in coaching long term, he's got to obviously prove himself both on the field and also in recruiting. And if he does a good job at it, he's going to be reward- rewarded. And I think that he's in the right frame of mind to really help contribute to BYU and recruiting as well as just being that position coach for BYU on the field. And I- I'm looking forward to seeing what Harvey can do. I think he has got the the perfect skill set to be the running backs coach at BYU and looking forward to seeing him do his thing with the Cougars going forward. All right, we'll stay with BYU football some transfer portal news we'll get to you here in just a second. Before we do that though, a reminder for you guys, of listening to this podcast each and every day, obviously a lot of us are working from home, uh, you're not commuting as much to work, etc. currently with the coronavirus outbreak, and it may have disrupted your your daily routine in terms of like listening to this podcast. Well, guess what? You can get back into a new routine. And you can do that with your smart devices, your smartphones, your smart speakers. All you've got to do and you don't have to lift so much as a finger is tell your smart device play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast and we'll be right there with you guys. Regardless if you're just taking a break in your home office or if you're getting a workout in to kind of get those endorphins flowing midday, we want to keep you guys updated with everything going on in BYU sports news every day. So use that smart device, tell it play the la- play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast and we'll be right there with you guys and by extension make you the smartest BYU fan in the room. All right, guys. Final thing from today's edition of the podcast on a Friday is that senior to be defensive lineman Austin Chambers has entered the NCAA transfer portal. I announced as such on my on my Twitter feed yesterday. You can follow me at Jacob C Hatch and. On on its head, losing a defensive lineman for BYU is not a great look. I get that. But uh, Austin Chambers was a former offensive lineman who made the shift to defensive line two off-seasons ago. And he's been a contributor. He's played in a reserve role. He played in eight games last year as a junior. And I don't think that this is going to be a loss that is going to devastate BYU's depth along the defensive line, particularly at defensive tackle. But obviously, it's it's a blow because... You can use all the depth you can get. Guys who can contribute, you shouldn't take them for granted. Uh, but I wish Austin Chambers the best of luck as he moves on. He will be a graduate transfer in the NCAA transfer portal with one year of eligibility remaining. And I'm looking forward to seeing where he lands. I think that he's going to be able to make an impact if he lands at the right program, maybe at the FCS level, etc. I'm not sure where he ultimately will go. I don't have any indication of that. But the biggest thing I think for this in terms of where it relates to the, to the BYU football program is currently BYU is under a massive scholarship crunch. There have been some issues uh, in terms of tallying numbers and making sure that they have enough scholarships allotted for returning missionaries and also incoming freshmen who aren't going on missions, et cetera. And it's really caused some consternation in the BYU athletic uh, recruiting department I guess I should say not the athletic department the recruiting department has been in a little bit of a a tussle with the coaching staff at points in terms of okay how many scholarships do you have you have this many and then they come back later actually we only had this many and and the coaches are like whoa hey you guys need to track this for us I get it's a collaborative effort but it's been an issue for BYU for pretty much the entirety of Kalani Satake's tenure as head coach at BYU it seems like every year year, BYU has more players who are expected to be on scholarship than they actually have in terms of the 85 scholarship limit that they're allowed to dole out each year. It makes for some interesting conversations. I'll tell you that much with certain student athletes, but I uh my, the biggest takeaway from this for me is this opens up a scholarship that BYU desperately needs in terms of trying to balance out their numbers. Uh, here's hoping that whoever the new recruiting coordinator is for BYU, if and when they announce that, uh, can handle this to a better degree than it has been handled in the past. I'm not saying that it's any certain person's fault on this. It's just been a, it's been numbers have been tossed around and then they're told that diff- numbers are different. There needs to be a much more a straightforward approach saying, okay, we have this many numbers for this year's recruiting class, while also keeping in mind we have guys coming back off missions for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's a it's a tough gig to balance all the numbers at BYU. There is no doubt about it. And I don't envy whoever ends up with the recruiting recruiting coordinator position after Saman who recently left the program. But uh, a guy like Austin Chambers moving on, you wish him nothing but the best. But him opening up a scholarship very much will help BYU as they try to balance out their numbers over the coming days and months as they get ready for the 2020 season and make sure everybody that needs a scholarship has one, etc. It's just a, it's a constant jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle that you're trying to put together, and it. <laughs> It can, be a, it can be a bugger. It can be tough to do. So best of luck to Austin Chambers. But his moving on does help out BYU just in terms of opening up a much-needed scholarship for another player who may not otherwise be on scholarship or maybe even be at BYU. All right. That'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Can't thank you guys enough for joining us on a Friday. Been with you all week long. We'll continue to do so until sports return. Honestly, uh, we're going to talk BYU sports every day. We will come up with some topics next week. We're going to open up some brackets. We're actually going to do a bracket of the top BYU quarterbacks of all time. We're going to do 16 different quarterbacks. We'll use social media and your guys' insight to determine who the greatest quarterback in BYU history is. I've got some guys on the short list I think that will be a, amongst the favorites for that. We'll also do some fun things with BYU basketball as well as, there, as some of the historical stuff with that as well because NCAA tournament should be going on right now but alas it is not so we're gonna have fun with brackets nonetheless just like everybody else it seems like in a sports media recently so stay tuned for that on next week next week's editions of the podcast all right that'll do it for this Friday edition of the show can't thank you guys enough once again for your continued support of the show please follow the show on whichever podcast provider you're listening to us on and also if you don't mind taking a minute and leaving us a favorable rating and review it really does help us out in terms of building the podcast off audience follow the show on social media as well at face on facebook instagram and twitter at locked on cougars My personal twitter feed as i previously mentioned is at jacob c hatch and also feel free to weigh in anytime via email at locked on BYU at gmail.com is the email address there enjoy whatever's left of your friday or your weekend we will talk to you soon this has been the locked on cougars podcast for march 20th 2020